So the big question is this, how do people like us who have belief systems embedded in our subconscious mind by the age of six, belief systems that create our experiences, affect how we feel, who we are and how we behave, how do we strip our layers that are limiting and expand into success? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kate Astell, and welcome to The Strip. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Strip Podcast. Today, I'm going to be bringing you a solo episode on something that I've heard a lot of women have been struggling with this week. This is something that I've previously struggled with. So I'm hoping that I might be able to talk you through the process of what's happening for them, what was happening for me, and what I did to assist myself through the process. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take you back to the end of last week's episode where I was talking about sleep. Just a quick recap from last week's episode. What was happening for me was that I wasn't struggling getting to sleep, but I was waking up around three or four o'clock in the morning, my mind going a hundred miles an hour and not being able to fall back asleep. So what I was doing this week was implementing some processes, some routine to try and help assist myself with sleep. You'll be happy to know that it has improved. It's not perfect, but it certainly has improved. So I'm finding, I'm still finding myself waking up at four o'clock in the morning, but now I'm able to get myself to go back to sleep. The biggest thing I think that's helped me in going back to sleep is some mindfulness practices at the time. So what I've really been doing is trying to listen to all the sounds that I can hear within the room and take some deep breaths in and out. When I feel thoughts creeping back in, I'll go back to what I can hear. For anyone who's living in Dubbo, we've had some wind and some storms through this week. The temperature has dropped, which I think is also assisting with my sleep. But I've had lots of things to listen to in the early hours of the morning. So for anyone who's struggling to sleep, if you've tried anything that I suggested in last week's episode, I would love to know if that's assisted you as well. And if not, if you want to try my deep breathing exercise at four o'clock in the morning, I hope it works for you how it's worked for me. Now to get into today's episode, what has sparked this episode is a question. I went for a walk with a girlfriend last week and we were talking about life. We were talking about day-to-day routine. We were talking about our businesses and I posed the question to her. If magically two extra hours appeared in your day, what would you do in that time if you had to dedicate that time solely to you? So when I asked the first part of that question, she instantly said that she would fill that time with things from her to-do list, which is when I added, if you had to dedicate that time solely to you. I would love for you to pause this episode now and answer that question. If you struggle with answering that question, hopefully after today's episode, you'll be able to answer it more clearly. I found with my friend's situation, she was so caught up in day-to-day routine. Between that and the responsibility that she put on herself to get everything done, it left little time for herself. 
her routine has been like this for so many years that to then look back and try to fill these magical two hours with time for herself, it wasn't an easy task or it wasn't an easy question to answer. So we're going to move through this question with a story. So it's a story about me. It's a story about my past. And it's a story where I was in a similar situation, caught up in routine and responsibility that I put on myself. So when I was 22, I moved to Wollongong. My sister was accepted to uni there and I was in between a rock and a bad place. And she asked if I wanted to go with her to Wollongong. Me being my spontaneous self said yes. Didn't have a job, didn't have anything lined up. I had just come out of a job in pathology, which really made me question where I wanted to go next. I had a really rough time in that previous job with my mental health. There was a lot of bullying or workplace bullying that was going on. And I didn't feel like pathology was the place that I wanted to land. During high school, I worked at a bakery and I made coffees. And every time someone would come in for their morning coffee, they would be so happy, so excited to see you. So I decided in Wollongong, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work in a coffee shop or I wanted to work at a bar and do, you know, a couple of jobs. I never had a gap year. So I thought that maybe I could use this time to really find my feet, find what it was that I was passionate about and what I wanted to do. With little to no experience in bar work and in cafes, I was rejected from many, many jobs that I applied for. And then a job came up in pathology and I thought, why not? I'll just apply for this and, you know, I'll see how I go. Anyway, I got the job and I started working at pathology again in a much different environment. I really enjoyed it. Fast forward three years and I was back in a situation where I had had choice to stay in Wollongong or to move back closer to home in central west New South Wales. So I'm from Narramine and I made the choice to move back to Dubbo. It's only a 30-minute drive away. I contacted my mum. She started going and looking at duplexes and houses that I could rent. Shortly after, she found one that she thought would be perfect for me, so I applied and got that. I had already applied for a job still within pathology, but in a different sector. So I also got that. Everything just started to line up. So I moved back and then it was all about creating and starting a new routine. Everything in the beginning was new and shiny again. So for someone who is spontaneous and loves change, I thrived with moving back to Dubbo. I was close to my friends and family who I routinely saw and socialized with. I was loving my new job. There was a lot of freedom and flexibility within it, which worked perfectly for me. And I was also at a position where instead of being ruled by a lot of policy and procedure, it was very innovative and we were kind of writing the rules and the procedures that were coming through for this new sector. I got a gym membership and I was eating relatively well at the time. So I loved to cook and I was preparing food on the weekends and then freezing lots of different meals. And so I was eating well through the week. This was fantastic to start with. And then all of a sudden, each day was the same day. The weekends were exactly the same. 
It was like I was moving through Groundhog Week. It was the first time that I'd lived in a duplex that had like a front yard and a backyard, which I was responsible for keeping clean and tidy or mowing the lawns, attending to the garden beds. I felt obliged to make sure that my washing was always done, that the house was always clean and vacuumed in case I had visitors over. I felt obliged to cook and prepare all of my meals at the end of the week so that I would be set up for my week to come. In amongst the burden of all this responsibility I put on myself, I stopped making time for me. I felt obliged to go to social situations even if I felt like I wanted to stay home because that's what I'd always done. I felt obliged to make sure that there were always meals in the fridge because that's what I'd always done. That was my routine. I felt obliged to get up in the mornings, go to the gym or go straight to work early, get hooked in for the day, come home in the afternoon and quite often it was just reheating a meal and sitting in front of the TV to watch another episode of some season that I was in the middle of. There was no more spontaneity. There was no more adventure. It was just dull, mundane routine. Now, don't get me wrong, for people who value consistency and security, this might sound like the perfect life. And my belief at the time was the life that I was living was a great life. It was a life that I envisaged a lot of people strived for. I went to uni straight out of school. I got good grades. I got a good job. I was progressing in my career. I was going to the gym. I was eating well. I was socializing with my friends, routinely catching up with my family. Why was I feeling dull? Why was I feeling like this was routine and mundane? Why was I not enjoying myself? So reflecting upon all of this, I understand now that The life that I was living was a life that society considered good. But for me to thrive, I needed adventure and spontaneity. I needed flexibility in my schedule to flow with what inspires me and lights me up. A lot of people like routine. I am someone who utilizes a morning and an evening routine. I think that they're very important to have in my day and they're kind of what structure the center part of my day. But when I really thrive is when I have flexibility within my schedule to be able to be spontaneous and go on adventures. And depending on how I'm feeling, if I'm inspired to be writing content or to be developing new workbooks and new workshops. So looking back, it was because my life was conflicting with values and my core values at that. So Values matter because you're likely to feel better if you're living according to your values and feel worse if you don't. If you don't know what your personal values are, flick back a couple of episodes and I speak about values in a lot of detail and I have a free values guide that you can download. So you can listen to the podcast, work through the values guide to work out what your core values are. But in response to that first question, If magically two extra hours appeared in your day, what would you do in that time if you had to dedicate that solely to you? What I would do in that time are activities that align with my values. So if you know what your values are, that's fantastic. If you don't, start by defining them. 
Then you can start to notice what content inspires you. So we intake a lot of content throughout our day, whether it be scrolling through social media, whether it be reading a newspaper or magazine, whether it be walking down the street, driving to and from work, listening to the radio, start to notice what lights you up. When we get caught up in our routine, sometimes we can become desensitized to everything that's surrounding us. Start to notice, start to bring your mind into each moment that you're in and start to notice what inspires you. What's just as important is to notice what content you find dull. If you're struggling with finding what inspires you, try to find the opposite and see how you go with working through that. You can then become aware of the choices that you're faced with every day And if you're choosing a life that aligns or if it conflicts with your values. So hopefully that's been able to help you answer today's question. If magically two extra hours appeared in your day, what would you do in that time if you had to dedicate that time solely to you? Something that I'm super passionate about and something that I value is self-care. So I would spend that time reading a book enjoying a cup of coffee, watching content that inspires me, doing something in this time that fills my cup. You'll find that if you're doing things within your day-to-day schedule that align with your values, you will feel inspired, enthusiastic, passionate, and you'll feel like you're naturally filling your cup. It's about doing something that aligns with who you are as a person, something that you're passionate about, something that you want to do. Start to notice what lights you up. Start to notice what you find dull and answer that question. If magically two extra hours appeared in your day, what would you do in that time if you had to dedicate that time solely to you? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Check the show notes to links to information from today's conversation. And if you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at Kate Astle underscore on Instagram and send through a direct message. As always, stay true to you.